0: You're listening to the ESPN Radio 94.1 podcast page, accelerated by Sports Innovation X. Six is bridging the gap between tech, athletes, and teams. Check them out at sportsinnovationx.com.
1: Hampton Roads has a long-running high school and college sports tradition. It's time to give them the spotlight they deserve. This is 757 Saturday Sports Talk on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. Here is Matt Hatfield
2: and welcome back to 757 saturday sports talk powered by larry king law if you're injured in an accident you know who to call at 757-i-n-j-u-r-e-d for larry king matt Hatfield here with you hour two now with us and we are pleased to be joined by a special guest he is the head baseball coach of the region 6a champion western branch bruins what a win last night 13 to 7 over the chesapeake rival grassfield grizzlies and they are headed back to the state tournament they've won state championships Before 2017, 2014, as recently, and we say hello and congrats to Coach Roland Wright. Coach, it never gets old. has to feel sweet to get a region championship. Watch that dog pile and watch the guy celebrate, huh? Coach, you out there with us? All right, for some reason, we're not hearing uh, Coach Roland Wright. We'll see if we can uh, reconnect with him in just a second there. But uh, his team has had a wonderful uh, run here through this Regional tournament. I believe they're now seeing at seventeen and five overall. Had a one to nothing loss to Grassfield back on April eighteenth, but uh, prevailed last night thirteen to seven over the Grizzlies over at Grassfield High School. As they are moving on to the state tournament to take on the Region B champion Colgan Sharks, and we say hello to uh, Coach Roland Wright. If you can hear us out there, Coach. Good morning. Can you hear us?
3: Good morning, sir. I can hear you.
2: Sorry about that. We were having a little technical issues, but uh, congratulations on the championship last night. Going back to states never gets old, does it?
3: Oh thank you i I know we're doing something good when we're on your show in june so (laughs) we're excited about you know what's getting ready to happen and we'll just keep showing up until they tell us we can't show up anymore
2: hey that's uh, that's the way to approach it now for you what year is this for you at the helm of western branch on the baseball side of things
3: Ooh, somebody asked me that last night. I believe 19. I believe it's 19.
2: Okay, 19 years at the helm, you believe. And now, were you at the helm of the two, 2004? Was that the school's first baseball state championship?
3: I was Stanko's assistant. So I, I was over with Wiley from 96 to uh, 03. Okay. And then uh, after oh three 03 season. Jim was going to retire, and you know, and I, I told him I, I'd like to have an opportunity to be able to take it over. So I came over.
2: Sure. Now uh, you mentioned a couple of coaching, uh, st- uh coaching stars, if I you will, and
3: you know, him with them got married, and you know, to see him kind of go out, that his last game being a state champion, you know, that's storybook ending, you know, guys couldn't write that a better script. So yeah. It was really cool to see the first one because, you know, and, I, and also you know we had a lot of football players that we were we were pretty good in football in 04 too. So we had Ryan Pond and Lamont Stanfield, um, and then dudes just came up a little.
2: Oh, coach, I think we we lost you there. Let's see if we can. Uh reconnect with the the cell there. I think it's been going in and out with uh, Coach Wright, so we apologize about that. But uh, he was talking about, obviously, the 2004 group uh, under Coach Stanko. He came over with Wiley Lee, uh, two of the coaching uh, names that people recognize around the area for baseball. And Roland Wright certainly has cemented himself as well. But uh, some of those multi-sport athletes like Lamont Stanfield and Ryan Pond, a big deal. The cell was going in and out there, so we'll see if we can get him to reconnect there. Unfortunately, the line was... Cutting in and out, so we apologize about that. Western Branch getting ready for the state quarterfinals coming up on uh, Tuesday as they'll be hosting now after that win there. So sorry about that, Coach. We uh, lost you for a second there. The the phone was going in and out. Hopefully we got you better now as you get ready to play in the state quarterfinals. But continue on with that thought, though, about uh, obviously uh, certainly 2004 and what you learned from uh, Coach Stanko, Coach Lee, as you have now a culture and a tradition over there at Western Branch on the the diamond, if you will.
3: Wow, I've, I've just been really blessed to be around some great individuals. Uh, you know, even in my playing days at Great Prince when I played for Coach Martin Oliver, you know, he instilled a lot of things in me that I still use today. Um, you know, again, I was blessed to take over Coach Tanko's program who built something. Um, and I, you know, working with Wiley Lee, you know, Coach Lee, I, I'm always thankful for and always owe him a lot, you know, watching his guys go through uh, and being a part of that program with the state tournament runs and just things that when you get to this time of year, what you got to take care of, the little things. And, uh, you know, just being thankful for where we are. I think really you know, my guys are giving me a hard time right now because after last night I could barely speak to them because I got really emotional. But, you know, watching Coach Lee have the success be able to have that same opportunity, you know, obviously my twins play for me and, you know, I got a very good friend that tells me I'm rough around the edges. And, uh, you know, it's a challenge to play for me. I know that. So me watching them be able to to have some success that guys before them have had because, you know, they've been in my dugout since they could walk. Um, So it's been really – I've been blessed, Matt. I mean, I I can't – it's not me. You know, I, I, I come out and just try to stay out of the way. I've been very blessed for a lot of coaches to take interest in me and still do. Um, you know, I got a lot of congratulations last night from old guys. But, you know, the lessons I've learned is just, you know, just enjoy everything. that. And I, I try to slow down now. I guess I'm kind of getting at the end of my career or I'm getting older or something because I just <laughs> slow down and I enjoy every little thing that happens now. Um, but, you know, and last night I, I thought we didn't, I thought we didn't compete very well in the first inning. Um, And, and, you know, I challenged our kids when we came out in the second inning. I said, we need to compete. And that's all I asked them to do. Um, And I've learned, you know, good teams know how to compete late in the season. And I think that's what I've, I've taken from the coaches that I've been blessed to be around.
2: Talking with Roland Wright, he's the head baseball coach of the Region 6A Champion Western Branch Bruins getting ready for the state quarterfinals coming up on Tuesday as they'll play host to Freedom of South Riding at 757 Saturday Sports Talk here on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. A couple things you said there I want to touch on with you, but uh, you know, you mentioned about uh, as you've gotten older you've slowed things down, and your team certainly has taken your advice and instruction to heart really well because you were down in that game, but they didn't panic, they didn't press, they didn't go up there swinging for the fences, and you drew 11 walks in the game, so tell us about the pace of your team a and b some of those key contributors and i see the last name jacob ray i think you mentioned twins so i think there's some uh, bloodlines on this squad as well huh
3: yeah i uh this group you know it's scary because justin hayes is my jb coach and I, and I told him i said they remind me a lot of our 2014 and 17 group as just close as they are um they're a very close group of kids and you know i have to as I've gotten older, I've had slowdown and caught myself not going after them because they have been in several games. You know, we, we had a walk-off against Nansbury River the first time. We've, we've had a walk-off a couple other uh, great bridge. We had to come back down 8-4. So these guys have been in a moment where they have to fight back. You know, and I always tell them, I don't question you getting knocked on the mat and getting off the mat. How about we just stop getting knocked on the mat? And, uh, you know, they, they have just played. I've I told everybody, man, I mean, there's nothing flashy about us. Um, there's nothing flashy about me. We just, we, we lace up our cleats. We play seven innings, 21 outs, compete. And, you know, if we're at the, on the W at the end, we're, we're good. Um, uh, we're happy, but, you know, we, we play it the right way. Uh, that's the only way I've known how to coach for 19 years. That's the only way I was trained to coach is just play hard, play gritty. Um, and you mentioned my one son, Jacob. Uh, my other son, Joshua, was our shortstop. Um, you know, Jacob had a big hit last night. It was a 1-1 ball game and uh, bases loaded. He had a, got squared the ball up in left center or right center and cleared the bases. Uh, you know, he, I'm proud of both of them as I am all my kids. But, you know, as a dad, it's, it's an extra hardness to play for your dad. Um, and I know that. So, you know, they've done a nice job handling me being their coach and never getting away from me. Uh, you know, I kind of let mom be the coach at home. Our, you know, our rule is when I change my uniform, I'm dad. So I have to change my uniform up here at the field. And when I get home, I'm dad. But you know, all my kids, you know, PJ Tone, all of them, Nick Poole and Carter Cron, we got two seniors who, you know, we're, we're where we are now playing in June because we have two seniors that have led us very well this, this, this year.
2: And you mentioned those two seniors in Carter Cron and Nick Poole, I know is uh, bound for James Madison University. Your two sons there, uh, Joshua and Jacob, and a bunch of uh, really good pieces on this team. But for you and, and a veteran in this who's in old hat, you've been on championship runs before, does it have a little extra meaning? I imagine it does with, with your sons on it. And to do it the way you have, where people always expect Western Branch to be good coming in, but I don't believe you all were viewed as the favorite or team to beat coming in. And and understandably so, because there's a lot of good baseball teams in the Southeastern District. When You played last night, who beat your regular season in Grassfield. You got Nansman River, who's in the States, and the Southeastern, as we always talk about year after year, uh, stacks up with the best in the whole state.
3: Yeah, you know, I I even look at Lakeland. Lakeland gets beat up in our Southeastern District, and they make a run in the regionals over there. So I think our Southeastern District prepares us for a a lot of postseason, you know, we we, go, we try to go down to Florida to simulate what we're going to see now with Upper Velo from the northern Virginia area. So, you know, it does prepare us. Um, and, you know, I'm just happy that these kids have this chance to play where they are right now. Um, there's, there's tremendous – Gary does a great job at Grassville. You know, Ken does a great job at Great Bridge. Hank gets hot and wins 11 games straight at Hickory. Um, so our district is pretty pretty tough. Uh, you know, day in and day out Ty Rivers has done a tremendous job in Nance River. I mean he's he's on on life support trying to get into the tournament and now he's a regional champion. So, you know, it's great baseball around here. Um, so, you know, it does take a lot of luck and stuff to get to where we are right now. Yeah, and you look
2: at the uh, bracket coach across the uh, state. As you look at, you mentioned the the upper velo for the teams up in in the northern part, and certainly Colgan uh, coming up and Freedom South riding, and then you have some other teams I believe uh, might be Westfield and Madison from Region D, if I'm not mistaken. What's kind of, for for the common fan out there who's going to go to some of these baseball games or just follows it from afar, what what would you say the biggest differences are and similarities from the brand of baseball played here and compared to other parts of the state, especially Northern Virginia, the teams that pretty much you predominantly see  – when it comes to state tournament time in class 6
3: we've you know yeah we've we've faced you know a lot of northern virginia teams from 14 or actually 2010 on i think the the style of the game is a little different the game doesn't change you still got to get 21 outs you still got to catch the ball throw the ball but i think sure. the style of the game you know northern virginia has a lot a little bit more power pitchers up there uh their their parks are a little bit shorter than ours so they they're more you know long oriented Gap to gap kind of guys. Uh, you know, although Colangelo, Mike, that we're playing, uh, on Tuesday is a different style. He's, we're almost similar. Uh, they're going to grind it out. You know, we're going to steal. They're going to steal. They don't put pressure on people. Uh, I think the major difference a little bit is, is at the mouth. Uh, for some reason, you know, you see upper velo. You have Bryce Allridge at, with Pudge at Madison, who's mid nineties upper. The guy will see Renfro. Ed Colgan's low 90s, mid-90s, uh, so there's some arms up there. Um, you know, we have Dickerson down here and, and Peter Phillips, Peter who threw well at Ocean Lakes, and then Bradley, who we didn't have to face last night, at or Zayak, who's, who's, you know, we have our same, too. Uh, so I think, you know, it's a little more, I don't, I don't want to use the word flashy versus gritty, but that's kind of where it is. You know, it's a little more, mm-hmm. that's probably the best way to describe it.
2: Yeah, I missed book. I want to just clarify. You are playing Colgan rather, who actually lost to Freedom in the region championship. So you guys are going to be hosting the Sharks of Colgan, whereas Grassfield will be traveling to Freedom of South Riding. As far as a couple more, let's run here, Coach. Appreciate the time. As far as uh, the pitching handling of your of your staff and and different. Uh, relievers if you will does it alter much from the regional tournament to the state because regional once you get to the championship game you have that people say it's a giveaway game but i know you all want to host it state tournament it's win or go home completely how much does the strategy and philosophies change much and with the tournaments when you get to the state level you've been at this more times than, than not there can be weather that gets into play how much do you have to be ready to adjust on the fly if you will even if you have a game plan coming in
3: yeah, man, I mean, it's tough and, and try telling tell a 17, 18 year old kid the game doesn't matter. I mean, our guys are like, yeah, right, coach. Uh, right. but the so last night, but you know, I, I still believe, you know, i working with Wiley, This really emphasized in me and, and you know, our two state titles we won here is, is, is with me. And then our third one was Stank was you got to have three pitchers. Um, uh, if you're a one man horse, you ain't winning, uh, because you may get to the final four. Your guy could throw Tuesday and, and flip back and, Possibly throw Friday if he's under the, the amount, or and then he could win it for you on Saturday. But you know, we go in with our spots. You know, we're gonna have three to four guys that can throw strikes. I'm not gonna say they're pitchers, but they can throw strikes. So you know, we'll roll that out. I, I'm just kind of, I live as I go, man. I'm gonna live. I'm, I'm gonna try to win Tuesday, and then I'll figure out Friday when I get to Friday. So you know, we we've got to. We've got in our mindset kind of what the pitch count's got to be. You know, the one thing I always have is, you know, like I wanted Carter to close the game last night. He wanted to close the game last night. He earned the right to close the game last night, but he was at 96 pitches. Uh, I love my dude. That's going to go on Tuesday,
1: but I'm not going to go
3: in there naked. I'm going to have, you know, more, more everybody available. So you want to have as many guys available as you can, um, but you better win game one to get to game two. Um, and, you know, that's kind of our philosophy has been since I've been here. Um, You know, when we had Selby and Clack in 14, it was like, all right, Selby, go get the first one. Clack, go get the second one. We'll figure out the third one when we get there. Uh, So I think a lot of guys try to plan it out and lay it out. When you do that, you get in trouble because now you're looking ahead. Uh, I think you you better worry about game one first, Matt, and if, if, if you're fortunate enough to get through game one, We'll figure out, but I I, I truly believe I haven't seen it yet. You know, last year it was a little spaced out a little bit more where, you know, with rainouts and things like you said, the guy could run it back. But right now in the traditional format, you better have two or three if you're going to, if you're going to win this thing.
2: Sure. And you get a little more break between quarters and semis. For those who don't know, the state semis is scheduled to go on Friday, June the 9th. The championship on Saturday, June the 10th, as they're down to the final eight with Freedom of South Riding, Westfield, Colgan, Madison, Lake Braddock, West Springfield, Grassford, and of course, the Region 6 Eight champion, Western Branch Bruins. We're talking with their coach in Roland Wright. We'll get you on this one, coach. I know it's a little bit of a tricky question, but one of our uh, listeners uh, sent this in today. I guess it was a topic in the barber shops about, you know, seniors participating in graduation and playing their their playoff game, I guess more specifically, it was involved with track meets. But you, as a coach, and you've dealt with this over the years with graduation, all the different things shifting around. How do you approach it, and what's your opinion on the matter? And should anything be tweaked if you had say in the matter, if you will?
3: Well, in 2000 and now I'm getting on, I got to say, 15, I believe it was. It was 15. We graduated that morning. It wasn't an option. Okay. Uh, we, I forget who we beat in, in the. Uh, quit on that day i can't even remember on tuesday and then i went straight to our friends once and this is not an option they will walk i went to my kids i said it's not an option you will walk. that's a once-in-a-lifetime event you know it's something special for their families so we in 2015 we had the charter bus behind chartway center because that's where our kids graduated over Dominion university mm-hmm. and the administration put our kids up front so they walked and uh as soon as they walked, we got on the bus and went to, this is the one we were playing at Woodbridge. Uh, ended up going in our favor because we caught the good old northern Virginia traffic that we have up there. Um, and we were pushing, in, and I'm a very guy who's detail-oriented time-wise. And I'm panicking because I know we're supposed to be here at this time. So as we get closer to Woodbridge and Quantico Exit, I see this big dark cloud. I'm like, we're good. So we ended up being rain-delayed. Um, and things worked out for us, but you know, a lot of people have asked me that about you know graduation. That will never change for me. I, I, my my principal at the time, Dr. Thomas Whitley, he didn't he didn't have to come to me. I went to him and I said, Mr. Dr. Whitley, this is not an option. Our kids will graduate and they will walk because it's special. And once I laid it down to our kids like that, I'm like, look, what's three hours going to make for your life? You're going to you know this is something you're going to remember
2: sure now what are you all scheduled to graduate for western branch what do, do, uh do you know what off the top of uh, your head
3: yes wednesday next <laughs> wednesday the 14th we'll be all done and said and over with okay. we're, we're the first graduation class and when we start the city of chesapeake starts the following wednesday whatever that 14 16, 15 16 gotcha. so so it's not a problem this year for you
2: that. which is a good thing not a dilemma this year that's good
3: yeah we, i won't have to deal with it this year so you know it's kind of like my AD came you know, I love her to death to me because our new AD just took over from Mister Dittox. She's like, "What do I do for next week?" I said, "Nothing. Let me get through Tuesday first. She's like, "Well, I'm like, I'll I'll sleep on the bus. We'll be okay." I said, "I do not look to Friday and Saturday. Let me play Tuesday because Mike's going to bring a Mike's going to bring a very competitive team down here from Colgan. We're going to have to play really well. Um, and I think you know I, I love our guys. I uh, our guys don't blink, you know, and that's all I ask them to do: handle the, the moment, compete, don't blink, and Usually if you do those three things, good things happen to you. So, you know, anybody that's not doing anything on next Tuesday, you want to see good high school baseball, we're 6 o'clock p.m. at our place against Colgan.
2: Go check it out. Tuesday, Western Branch playing host to Colgan at 6 o'clock in the Classic State Quarterfinals. Move on to the semis if they're able to win it for Friday, and hopefully they'll get that chance, and then you can worry about the uh, pillows and the snacks for the bus <laughs> trip on the uh, way to Northern Virginia as you chase another championship. Coach, all the best. Congrats on a great year, and uh, we'll keep in touch and hopefully talk again soon.
3: Matt, I always appreciate what you do for high school sports, man. And like I tell you, it's always an honor to be on your show, man.
2: Thank you so much. That's Coach Roland Wright of the Region 6A champion Western Branch Bruins who are going for their fourth state title as a program since 2004, third under Coach Wright since 2014, our guest here on 757 Saturday Sports Talk. It's interesting, AJ, I got a chance to do some broadcasting a couple weeks back for the USA Lacrosse, the Women's Lacrosse Associates Championships for Collegiate Sports Division One and Division Two. It was really the more the club teams. And you had Boston College in Georgia playing at the uh, Sportsplex. And Georgia, literally, they had a flight at 3 o'clock to get back for their graduation that day at Georgia. The game started at 10. And it was like a 6-5 to game with about, I want to say, 11, 12 minutes ago. Then Boston College went on a barrage of goals. So it wasn't a problem at that point. But we were sitting there going, "If this goes to overtime, they're going to miss their flight, they're going to miss graduation. Adios, not going to happen. So that's something that ends up being a... Uh, situation this time of year. Alright, I got the text that our man Jalen Holmes is five minutes away, so we'll hopefully have him in studio with us in just a little bit. He of the Chicago Bears, I believe. If he's not, he'll correct me. Last I checked, I know he was with the Giants in their camp last summer. I think he played a game or two end of the year for the Chicago Bears defensive lineman out of Lake Taylor High School in Norfolk, Ohio State product as well. We'll give you a chance to hop in here with Jalen if you like as well at 757- 687-9494 and also maybe let him play our buy or sell the last segment of the show with us uh, basketball Basketball style because he was a two-sport athlete in high school in basketball and football. It's all coming your way here on 757 Saturday Sports Talk, powered by Larry King
1: Law, right here on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. Hampton Roads has a long-running high school and college sports tradition. It's time to give them the spotlight they deserve. This is 757 Saturday Sports Talk on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. Here is Matt Hatfield.
2: All right, we are back here on seven five seven Saturday Sports Talk powered by Larry King Law. If you're injured in an accident, call seven five seven I N J U R E D for Larry King. And we are pleased to be joined in studio by a special guest. He's been here since his days at Lake Taylor High School when he came in with his coach, Hank Sawyer. I believe it was Brandon Porkchop Moore. Uh, Was it Jamel Spellman? It was the fourth one. Was it Donovan Powell? I forget who else all was in studio Uh, with us. It was you, me, Rod Johnson, and uh, Coach Sawyer with us after your state. Brandon Lynch, too. Brandon Lynch, that's what it was. Brambo was with us. That's going back. What was that like? That was 2011, right? That was after your first state title. That's 12 years ago. Yeah, We're getting old. He's now a defensive of alignment with the NFL's Chicago Bears. He started Ohio State and he's got a camp coming up next month. He's done a free camp for the youth uh, years back at Lake Terry. He always gives back to the community and everyone. We're talking about Jalen Holmes with us. Good to see you. How you been?
4: I've been good, man. I've been blessed. I've been blessed. I've been blessed. Beyond blessed, actually.
2: 33 career NFL games, 10 starts with the Saints, Vikings, and Bears, including a couple of playoff games with Minnesota back in 2019. Uh, If we told the young Jalen Holmes back in 2011, 15, 20 years ago, you would have had this opportunity to do this. Uh, What would you have said?
4: Mm, Man, uh, (coughs) you know, I I had seen this one video a couple weeks ago. Uh, I was just talking about, like, you know, it, it never really gets easier. You know, I feel like, you know, coming from, lake teller to ohio state and you know to the league you know sometimes i thought like you know once i get here it'll get easier but once i get here it'll get easier and honestly man uh it, it never really gets easier it's always an adjustment it's just learning how to adjust to hard and embrace hard and um you know i feel like i've done that through through my time and uh it just made me to the person I am today. of the day so it's just you know just embracing hard and and knowing that's that's part of the process, and, and hard things and difficult times going to come, and just being able to adjust from there.
2: You mentioned difficult times. I know you opened up. I believe it was in the might have been the New York Post or one of the papers up there last year about anxiety, overcoming depression, and things of that nature. Yeah. Fill the audience in on that because I imagine with uh, at the time you had have a kid. You have two little ones, right?
4: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, two. Two. You've gone two through
2: the ups and downs. You've seen the the highs and lows. Uh, and this journey that's all taking place for you, what that's like and what maybe the common fan that watches an NFL Sunday or a football game doesn't see what yeah. that's done to you.
4: Yeah, so, you know, uh, it's just like I said, like when I was started it off, like just adjusting the heart. You know, sometimes when coming out of uh, college, I thought like, you know, when you get to the league, I mean, it's going to be a little easier, you know, it's like, you know, kind of laid back, you get paid now. And honestly, like I said, it, it never stops getting hard. So um, I think, you know, it was an adjustment for me. Um, being away from family all the way in Minnesota, having a baby, uh, being a new father, and then also being in a business that's kind of like, um, you know, it's, it's really cutthroat. You know, so uh, just trying to adjust to that and still be myself and try to develop into this. You know, I was a, I was a fourth-round pick, so it was a lot of, it was a lot of uh, expectation, too. So um, just trying to be a dad, trying to be the best player I can be, trying to be the best son, cousin <laughs> all that different things like that uh it could get overwhelming but um you know just to people who are out there listening that you know dealing with those dealing with those things now currently I mean you know it's it's all in your head you know it's all the illusions it's really just you know like my favorite rapper Nipsey Hussle used to say it's just water in the boat so it's uh you know knowing that you know that's all just an illusion And, you know, you really can do anything you put your mind to. So, like, now, you know, six years, you know, four years later, you know, six years in the league, kids, businesses running, you know, things is good. So, you know, you really can do anything you put your mind to, you know. And and honestly, you know, it's always going to be difficult times. It's never going to stop. It's just being able to adjust to it.
2: That's why you got to listen to Nipsey Hussle there, AJ. Right there at the top of the list there. We're talking with Jalen Holmes. If you want to talk with him, you're more than welcome to call in at 757-687-9494 and chat with the Chicago Bears defensive lineman at Lake Taylor High School and The Ohio State University. That's area code 757-687-9494 here on 757 Saturday. Sports Talk on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. And uh, Jalen, you are playing with the Minnesota Vikings to make the playoffs. Now you're playing for a division rival yeah, in the Chicago yeah. Bears with Justin Fields and uh-huh, uh, people uh-huh. saying, well, the Bears, the Vikings, the Packers don't have Aaron Rodgers anymore. The Lions are the the odds-making favorites to win the division. Uh, tell me what that's like as you're now viewed as the enemy when you go play for a Minnesota franchise that you began your career with and certainly had some great times with.
4: Yeah, yeah, it, it is. It's crazy because, you know, when, we, when I was with the Vikings, you know, it's always tough going into Chicago. And then at that time they had Khalil Mack, um, Keem Higgs and he had, they had that, that tremendous defense, um, and it's hard to come into Chicago and, they, and they, when they playing really good football. And every t- I feel like every time we played Chicago, it was a night game, and <laughs> you know you get Chicago's best at night. So um, now being on that other side, like I'm, I'm just happy that I'm, on, you know, I'm, I'm with the good guys now. Hey, listen, the Patriots <laughs>
2: went out last year on Monday Night Football. They were like the biggest underdog, I think, on the Monday yeah. Night slate, and they knocked yeah. them off against yeah. the Pats. So. Yeah,
4: yeah, that was a that was a big dub for us. Yeah. So uh, I mean, it's a blessing. Uh, I, I still have good relations. Relationships with people with the Vikings Still got good people out there I, I love the city of Minneapolis And the St. Paul um, It's a beautiful town Especially this time of the year But you know You know They on the other side now So <laughs> when we come see them it's, it's you know It's all give back time
2: Tell me about the uh, coaching staff and what's been the uh, connection with them and Matt Uberflus, uh there in, in Chicago. How, how do you feel about your role and what the expectation is for you on the field this coming year? Because you got your feet wet into the year and yeah, it feels like yeah. you're, you're making some progress there.
4: Yeah, so you know uh, it's a good it's a great coaching staff. I feel like we we a young team and you know right now we just trying to we just trying to build the foundation. Um, it's a lot of Virginia guys on the on the squad. a defensive coordinator he's he's a Norview guy. Alan Williams, we got, correct, yeah, we yeah. got Tremaine uh, Tremaine. Um, Andrew Brown, me and him actually roommates right now. Really? Yeah. How about that? So the yeah. former Oscar Smith defensive yes. lineman yes. and you from the seven five seven. So you're, you're,
2: you guys get between you and Coach Williams and him get to tell people about the seven five seven.
4: Yeah, man, it's a lot of Virginia guys. Um, Strowman, uh, he from uh, Oh Greg uh, Strowman, yeah, yeah, defensive yeah. back Virginia. Yeah, Tech
2: it was now it was then Stonewall Jackson, but it's now Unity Reed and Manassas. Yeah,
4: they changed the name.
2: They changed the name of the high school.
4: Oh, he didn't tell me that. <laughs> uh, and he's crazy. He's my locker mate, too. So okay. it, it, we talk every day. He Make never sure said you, that.
2: Now, you and him have something in common. This, this doesn't probably matter to the audience, but you and him both played in our Virginia Preps basketball classic. For mm-hmm. those who don't know, you played some basketball yeah, in high man. school as well. How much does, I'm curious, real quick, while well, I on that topic, multi sports, does that help? And would you tell parents, kids out there? Because some feel like you got to specialize in one sport. You didn't do that, and you could have certainly done that. I know there's a Lake Taylor standout right now who's a big time multi sport yes, athlete. You probably yes. met him yesterday with your coach, Hank Summer, yes. him by the name of Elijah Moss Washington. Who people like myself said, looks like a young Jalen Holmes baby.
4: Yeah, but bigger, right? He's six eight, legitimately. Man, legit 6'8. Um, yeah, I I I say, you know, you play as many sports as you can. Like I feel like right now, especially kids and 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 going into high school, you really just need to develop that, you know, that just develop a skill and just it's so many, it's so much stuff. And whether it's track that translates to football or soccer that translates to football or basketball that translates, it's just getting, one, staying out of trouble for one. And then also, two, man, just building that unity with with your different teammates and and different things like that. It all, all this stuff translates. As long as the kids is moving, body moving, and they're out of trouble, man, I, I do it all if you can.
2: Awesome. We'll go to the phones. We'll talk with Jalen Holmes. He of Lake Taylor High School in Norfolk, Ohio State, now with the NFL Chicago Bears. Give us a holler if you like at 757-687-9494. I think up first is Carlton in Portsmouth. You're on with Jalen Holmes. Good morning, Carlton.
3: Morning, Jalen and Matt. How you doing? Doing
4: well. How you doing, man?
3: Hey, Jalen, I just want to say, man, congratulations on your career. I remember you at Lake Taylor, and also congratulations on moving to Chicago Bears. I got a Justin
1: uh
3: <laughs> jersey for uh, Christmas. And also
1: i like to um, get a comment. I was your senior year when you all played Granby at um, Power Field. I was, I was at the game when you caught that touchdown with no seconds on the clock. So uh, congratulations. Keep up the good work and give me a comment on that.
2: Thank you for the call, Carlton. Man, that was a it. memorable game. I'll give you a real quick before Jill tells that story. I was sitting in the, as I do a lot of times, sometimes I sit in the main press box or either coach's press box. I like to get yeah. some insight from, be, be it, you know, the home or visiting coaches. Just pick up different things throughout the game. A lot of people like being on the sidelines. That's our buddy Larry Obama style. I like being in the box to keep stats and do that. So I'm in the Lake tether box with Coach Barnes and your good friend, Coach Mike Whittington, who I think was getting ready to throw a chair out of the press box. <laughs> had you not caught that pass, and then when you did, he sat back in the chair and said, That's how we taught him. There we go. But tell me <laughs> about that play because it was crazy. You catch the pass from Delman. Williams times about to expire Grammy's celebrating the ch- the win there to win the Eastern District and you pulled down a catch for the ages.
4: Yeah, man. So, uh shout out to Delman, too, man. It's probably one of the best quarterbacks I've seen, you know. Played at
2: Hampton U, yeah. yeah.
4: Like even to this day like I'm I'm going to go on a little rant with that, but like to this day like I didn't been at Ohio State and been in the NFL and like I still haven't seen anybody who could just put the ball on the rope like he could and like with no effort at all um, but going back to that play uh, they sacked us like two times in a row or three times in that's a right, row that's right
2: because you had to get up before the clock is part. Yeah. He, didn't, he, didn't, he didn't clock it he just he snapped it I think he rolled right was
4: it yeah yeah and I just vividly remember telling him like Bro, just throw me the ball so we can go home, man. Like <laughs> you know, the old throw me or Keyshawn throw me the <laughs> like D ball. Let's, yeah. let's get out of here, man. Throw it up. We we've done it so many times, like and that, and that's why I love dummy too. Like we we practice that. We used to try to practice the back shirt to fade crazy because he, he used to like Aaron Rodgers a lot. Um, so we used to try to practice that a lot, and we have honestly done that play so many times at seven oh seven. So it just felt natural, and this is like you know, it's just time to go get in it. And I could not lose that game because. Granby at the time was talking so much trash on Twitter that, and that's when that whole <laughs> little stuff was going sure. I'm like I refused to walk out of here without a dub so we got the dub man
2: well you got it done and you won a state championship that year Lake Taylor won two more under coach Hank Sawyer and you've won a national championship at yeah. Ohio State yeah. before we go to break here and we'll also talk about your camp coming up and maybe play some fun if you don't mind some NBA buy or sell I know you're a sports fan so you'll deal oh, with us I'm sure
4: yes, yes. tell
2: me about the the similarities and uh, how do you compare and contrast winning a, I mean a championship of a championship, but yeah. that experience with Coach Sawyer and your guys at Lake Taylor winning the state championship really started a tradition. There is finally breaking down that door, mm-hmm. and then winning at Ohio State, where that's the expectation. Although I'm not sure that team was viewed as the favorite coming in when you
4: all got to hoist the national championship. Yeah, so uh, just, well, let's go back to the state championship part. Um, mm-hmm. talking talk, me and Sawyer were talking about this yesterday, and I was like, man, it's you know, I won a national championship, won a Big Ten championship. I haven't got to Super Bowl yet, but that's next I, on your list. That's next, <laughs> and, and um. And you know, the difference between I feel like the state championship was like the first taste of like what it really take to win because you gotta win some games you're not supposed to win. Was like, that
2: one of them against Granby, perhaps in some
4: ways? Uh, no, we no we <laughs> played we played with our food. It was not Okay some people might get mad about this, but they wasn't really on the same playing field to, to me. I, I think they played a great game and we didn't play that well.
2: But that might've set the stage for you winning a couple in the tournament that you may not yeah, have won. Like right?
4: North Stafford. North I don't State think Semis. we were supposed to win that game. Right. That you was a game that like, you know, they were world coached. They had us at 14, nothing at halftime. We was at their place about three hours away. And you went it was on Marquis' pools field goal as time yeah, expired. That was a game we was right. not supposed to win. Anymore. And that's what we went. And I, like that that is the the real and that's true. like it's times where you're gonna have to win a game that it you're not supposed to win. same with that Ohio State run, we lost to Virginia Tech first home game in the season. People
2: forget that. Yeah. yeah,
4: and we you know everybody thought it was over with we lost and honestly we we Braxton Miller was a starting quarterback. He gets hurt. Two weeks before the before the season start, JT Barrett gets thrown out there, and that was his first time playing. Uh, we had to go to uh, Michigan State. That was a game we was not supposed to win. We won. Um, going playing against Michigan, having to go go through that, and then you know having to beat Wisconsin like they stole something just to even get the chance to even get in the tournament, and then Alabama wasn't supposed to win that game either, so. I feel like, and I debate about this all the time, especially in basketball with people, and it's like when it's a, a championship run, first of all, it takes everybody from the star player to the person who's not even playing. And then it also takes you winning games that you're not supposed to win. Like, you, you're going to have to, it's going to be a couple games where, you know, on paper or even in the moment, it's like, yo, how are we going to win this? And you got to figure it out. Pull it out. We're talking with Jalen Holmes. If you want to ch-
2: chime in with us, you can do so at 757-687-9494. He's got a defensive lineman-only two-day camp coming up in July. We'll talk about that when we come back with the Lake Taylor High alum out of Norfolk and Ohio State product now with the NFL Chicago Bears on your home for sports, whether it's high school, local, college, and pro. we got it all covered for you here on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1.
1: Hampton Roads has a long-running high school and college sports tradition. It's time to give them the spotlight they deserve. This is 757 Saturday Sports Talk on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. Here is Matt Hatfield.
2: And we're back here on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. at 757 Saturday Sports Talk, brought to you by Larry King Law. If you want to hop in here with our special guest in studio, have a few minutes to do so at 757-687-9494. We're talking about Jalen Holmes, Chicago Bears defensive alignment out of Lake Taylor High in Norfolk. That's area code 757-687-9494. A guy that owns career totals of 60 combined tackles, six tackles for loss, fumble recovery in the playoffs, in fact, and just completed his fifth NFL season. In 2022, his first with the Bears. How about that, real quick? Fumble recovery in the playoffs. How did that feel for him? That you? was that was good. Is that the pinnacle that pro moment you've had, or would there be that something was, else? Yeah, no, nah, that was
4: it. That okay, was it. that in my first sack. That Your was first two. sack, which yeah, was yeah, of yeah. what quarterback? Uh, this step you know what's crazy, the first, this, my first sack was uh, get Sam Darnold, and he was my last sack in college.
2: <laughs> oh, wow. How about that? So, that, Do you have San Francisco on the schedule this year? I haven't looked to see. Sam better get some protection if he's not there. But uh, speaking of defensive linemen, you referenced Andrew Brown. You got Josh Sweat with the Eagles. Derek Nottie just won his yeah. second ring with the Kansas City Chiefs. You're all jealous of him right now with that. Yeah. Thankfully, he's got – I mean, in his case, he's That's, got some great offensive yes. guys with Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey and others. But it's a nice little run of defensive linemen. See, growing up in the 90s, probably – you know, people say this is quarterback or skill position of seven five seven always guys like Michael Vick and Aaron yeah. Brooks and Ron Curry, but now it's a run of defensive lineman. You gotta feel great about that and you've got a defensive lineman only camp coming up next month. Fill the audience in on that.
4: Yeah, so first of all, I wanna just say too, that class it's probably, I don't think we've seen something like that in a long time. Have no, like, I think
2: it was literally, I may not have been at the rivals' rankings at the time, but four of the top five to ten defensive linemen in the country all were from this little pocket yeah. of the country here in 757.
4: Yeah, and then still playing in the NFL. That's crazy. Yeah. Then you got the shot, you got the hand that's a little, little bit of right north. from Woodbridge. Yeah, man. I was just talking to Han a, uh, a couple, a week ago, actually. Um, but yeah, the camp, um. I just kind of, it's, it's going to be called the Virginia Rushman Academy. Okay. Um, It's its just kind of like, it's, it's invite only. It's not going to be too many kids out there. I kind of wanted it to be real hands-on so the okay. kids can, you know, learn to. Now, invite only, what age groups? Is this, is this high school This kids? is high school, yeah. Okay. These, these, All these kids are in high school. Um, We will be doing, we'll do a lot of, we will, so basically it's going to be just like we they're in college or in the NFL. We're going to be in the classroom. Going over uh, techniques, watching film, watching guys in the league, watching guys in college, teaching them different pass rush moves, um, teaching them how to fit the run, teaching these guys difference between a 4-3 versus a 3-4, um, and then also doing some things that's off the field too as far as just learning how to, you know, on the entrepreneurial side, learning how to do that, also learning how to do interview prep. Life things You know what I'm saying So it's That's 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 kind of why I had it so small And invite only So I could really You know what I'm saying Get a good grasp On them, on the kids that's in there And they can really get You know Real good learning session And then from From the classroom We go outside And we gonna We gonna put that work in
2: now you're doing it right here in the 757. Right is it here, going to be right, at Lake Taylor or right. where is it going to be at? Have you right decided yet?
4: We, 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 I have a location, but I can't okay. put it out can't, there okay. yet. Okay. <laughs> so to, to,
2: if people want to learn more about it, will they be able to follow your Twitter? Or how will they go yes, to find out more yes, details? Yes.
4: It, it, we will be putting on Twitter. Okay. Uh, I will also be sending you more information sure. as things come out. We'll put it out there. Um, and, uh, like I said, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be, you know, some of the top guys in the area It's going to be about 15 guys out there, man. And, uh, you know, we just want these guys to learn. And, you know, like I said, too, these guys are going to be getting recruited from these schools. So, you know, when they got a, you know, some of these coaches just coming from Alabama and all these big-time schools and, you know, they'd say, hey, we run this defense. I want them to know exactly what defense they're talking about and they can see themselves in it and they can pit them, put themselves in the, the best position to get to where they want to go.
2: And our limited time, because we going to play this buy or sell at the end here with some NBA Finals uh, questions that AJ will throw at us here Uh in in a nutshell, if you can, biggest piece of advice you give that high school age kid, like say that Elijah Washington, for example, at Lake Taylor, yeah. on the field, off the field, because you've lived their journey that they are beginning and hope to continue on. What's the biggest piece of advice you give them on the field and away
4: from it? So uh, I start with just away from the field, um, you know, just just honestly, don't rush your process. Don't don't comparison is really the thief of joy. Comparing your situation to somebody else's can 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 really stunt. A lot of things, you know, in your own development, you know, you go to us, you, whatever school he decides to pick, you know, his situation may be different. He may got to sit one year or two years and, and he may be watching his homeboy who go to another school and they plan right away. That doesn't, you know what I'm saying, take away from the fact that what you got going on or – takes away from what you can be in the future. So that's 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 one thing.
2: I like that. Comparison is the thief of joy. And you yes, were the is. trailblazer in a sense. A lot of kids were going to the certain school in the state or where mm. have you. You didn't do that. You yeah. went your own path to Ohio State. And some yes. people said it was Rocky and you might not make it, but you stuck it out and yeah. persevered.
4: And, and and that was a, and that was a case like, you know you know, we lost to Virginia Tech in my first home game in Ohio State. And I'm feeling like, well, damn. <laughs> <go> there, yeah.
1: <laughs>
4: yeah. you know, but, uh, you know, it worked out. Like, we ended up winning a national championship that year. I ended up really developing it to, to, you know, NFL. I'm six years in the league now, so, you know, it worked out. And then I guess for the, the advice on the field is uh, to play fast and take everything you can from the coaches and film and just knowing that, you know, the good old days are right now. Like, you Next year, not promised. The, the other years, not promised. Just playing hard as you can in the moment and, and let the results take care of itself. So be a sponge. Yes. Just soak it all up. Yes.
2: Perfect. Well, uh, before we uh, finish up with Jalen Holmes, uh, you can always hop here at 757-687-9494. It's area code 757-687-9494. I want to know, though, real quickly, before, we're going to do rapid fire with you. Who's been the toughest offensive lineman you've had to face in the NFL? Who's been the toughest guy? You're like, oh, this guy's just—it's going to be a tough day Zach, all day long. Zach Martin. Zach Martin. Yeah. Really. Yeah. He's just a pain in the butt. He
4: is. He is. He's strong, <laughs> quick. Like he, 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 he. I mean, he's going to be a Hall of Famer, man. Like, uh, he he just is really good. He okay. just is really good. So he's got your big time Sav- respect. Savvy. Um, so like I said, strong, can move, and he he, he know the games and can play multiple positions. Like so the First time I went against him, he was at guard. The second time I went against him, he was playing tackle, and they threw him at tackle like that same. Week and you've out done there. that. You've gone from tackle
2: to end as yeah, well. Yeah, so, yeah. So
4: and you know, um, he also and I, and I like Zach too because I you know going against him I wanted to get my best and we, we had a really good battle and then, you know after the game we had a real good mutual respect and good conversation man but I, I say Zach because just, he's just a straight competitor man
2: alright our man AJ over there has got some NBA finals you've yeah. been watching the finals right Nuggets Heat yeah. they can catch it right here Priority Auto Sports Radio 94 point until the champion is crowned who you got in the series by the way you going Nuggets
4: oh uh, no I, I don't really have a pick yet okay. I, will, I, will, I have the fourth I have the four first games predicted though. Oh, you do? Yes. Okay. Can it's you divulge go, that, or do you want to keep that so secret? Denver just won the first one, right? They will win the next one, okay. and then he going to take the next two.
2: Oh, so you think it goes back to Game Five to all? I might have, I might yes. disagree with Jalen on hey, that one, might. but we'll, see. <laughs> we'll I, see. I feel like
4: did he get better as the, se- the series going on?
2: Spolch a great coach. Yeah, well, we got yeah. some buy or sell, all these prop things, but Rich going to read us to us, see what Jalen thinks and what I think. Well, let's go with him. Usually we have Coach Young for this, but he's MIA today. So what do you got, AJ?
0: All right. First up, buy or sell, Michael Porter, fifteen plus points and a Denver win in in game two. It looks like.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm buying plus one twelve. And you said Denver's going to win. I'm going to buy I'm it as that. well too. I'm I think he's that. he's definitely gonna, he's going to get enough open shots because yeah. you got to do something with Joker. Would you double him or let him score? By the way, I might just let him score because if he gets fifteen assists, it's hard to beat them.
4: Yeah. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, he doesn't need thirty points to like go off. No, he doesn't. <laughs> so he's yeah, something I, else. I think. I think he get. Aren't you I, glad you didn't have to cover something like that in high school playing basketball? Yeah, that's That'd different. Be a pain in the butt. I mean, yeah. Dorian Finley Smith wasn't any better. <laughs> no, he wasn't. He wasn't. <laughs> I mean, but, I mean he not, okay. I'm not saying he. I'm not saying Is it's harder to go
2: against Zach Martin or Dodo on the court. Dodo
4: on the court. Really? Wow. I Hope Zach I mean, Martin's not listening to that. I mean, bro, like. <laughs> <laughs> Dog, he was 6'10 six, six, in he high school He was and random. And, ran and he's point. still very good. I think
0: Dallas made a mistake trading him. What's our yes, next one, did. though? Go ahead. Uh, up next, a uh, buy or sell, Jamal Murray. Series scoring leader.
2: Ooh, it's at plus 195. Jalen, I think I'm going to sell this. I think Jokic is going to lead it because they're going to make him score. Although Murray could get hot in one of these games and end up having the most points.
4: I'm buying that.
2: You're buying it, really? I'm buying that. Jalen's buying that, ladies
0: and gents. You can get it at plus 195. Rister's nodding his head as well. He's buying it
4: yeah, too. Yeah, I mean they're huh? gonna do
0: something against Jokic.
4: Yeah, well, and I mean, if he hits five
2: there's... or six threes in one of these games, that could spur him on to do
4: it. I just think they're gonna they're gonna make Murray Murray beat them. Really? And well, he gonna, can do that. He's gonna do it or he's yeah. not. You know so I'm saying? assuming with that, <laughs>
2: it, it feels like if it's two two, Denver still has the home court, haven't lost at home in a playoffs. You think this might go six or seven and they pull it out? Well, it'll it will go,
4: go six I think it, I think it's going seven. Wow.
2: What's our third one there, AJ.
0: Uh, Going up next, Gabe Vincent, series leader in threes made at plus 430. Ooh, Gabe Vincent, who, you know, he got a few shots. Now, they had some guys that went over. for Mark struggled. He was
2: 5 of 10 the last game, though, Jalen. He hit 5 the last game. You're selling it? I'm selling that. You're selling that. I'm going to buy it. I think he's gonna because he's gonna have to shoot it and have to chuck it twelve times a game probably. No, from no that's
4: not bad. I, I don't. Did I convince
2: you? You're not. You know. You're still selling. No, nah, you, you,
4: you kind of convinced me to the buy, but I'm, I'm still gonna sell. sell it. All I'm right. Sell. sell it.
2: Says Jalen. All right. What's our fourth one here? Uh, AJ coming
0: up next. Buy or sell Jimmy Butler to score forty plus points in any finals game right now plus
4: 390. Well, well, hold on here. You,
0: I was going to say you just said it's going to probably go to 7 so that gives you
2: 7 chances at plus 390 definitely and he buying could that. have a Jimmy Bucket's he, game. He
4: might have 40 game too. They may lose but he he might and he, he's going to have to start shooting. It. Yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely
1: buying. I
2: that. was going to sell this but with Risser nodding and Jalen's telling me I'm I've sold me. I'm going to buy it now with you. You you convinced me on that one cuz I think he's going to have a 30 point. 40's a lot against Denver. Now the thing about Denver is they get a little inconsistent on defense yes, so that could do. hurt him. So I, I, I'm i going to
0: buy that. I mean, Jalen said it a little bit the best earlier when he was talking about playing with your food, and that's exactly yeah. what Denver did in that first game. Yeah. I mean, they played Play three periods. Food. They played a hockey game and won that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If they didn't score in the fourth, they only would have lost by nine. Right. So, yeah, if they want to go seven games, Jimmy Butler better be scoring 40. Yeah. Two yeah. more
2: before we sign off today. What
0: Coming up next, buy or sell over 215 points scored in Game
2: 2. It's minus 110. That seems like a cinch. I think this is going to be a lot higher score. The Heat missed a lot of open shots, and I think Denver didn't score it well early, and definitely the fourth quarter they kind of tailed off. I think this is going to be a higher score in Game 2 tomorrow night. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. Alright, we're both buying that. What's our yeah. last one?
0: Alright, last one here. Kentavious Caldwell, Pope to score 20-plus points in any NBA Finals game right now at plus 460. Well, I KCG love how he's been playing plus. this year. You
2: like how Casey? I love play. how
4: he's been playing this year. So are you going to buy that? I'm not buying You're it. You're not though. buying it. No. He's selling it. No. I'm buying and I don't mean that he's going to play bad because he's, he, I feel like this, like he's, you know, I'm a Lakers guy. Sure. So, oh, so
2: that hurt you last series.
4: Yeah, it did. And, you know, you know, like it's good to see that he's like he loves it at Denver. You could tell like it, sure. it's a it is a good they have a good thing going on over there. But I don't think he's doing that though. I think he's gonna impact the game in other ways. He could
2: be right. He could have yeah. eighteen nineteen. He is the fourth, fifth option behind Gordon, Porter, yeah. Murray Jokic, and sometimes even Bruce Brown. So I'm gonna take the gamble and buy that. So yeah, he's uh, been
4: playing well. I miss him in the Legacy jersey. I, I want him back.
2: We'll see if he gets him back. But we're gonna be watching this guy with the Bears, second quarterback. He's also got his Virginia Rushman Academy two day only camp next month, July seventh and eighth. We'll tell you more about that as we get closer. Jalen Holmes, thank you so much for stopping by. Always man, a pleasure. Thank
4: you, man. We want to thank Jalen
2: yeah. as well as our guests like Roland Wright and Chris Nolan from Smithfield. For Richie Somerville and AJ Rister, I'm Matt Hatfield. You can get the podcast up on our website at Priority Auto sports Radio 941.com. Until next time, this has been a presentation of 757 Saturday Sports Talk brought to you by Larry King Law. Enjoy your sports weekend, everyone, right here on 94.1.